so I'm in it. I'm in the game that changed everything, and I'm playing it, and it is you're a baby Shrek running away from a daddy Shrek. Mm. Um, and he's got a big fork. I guess he's trying to eat you, and you're running, and you do press the triangle button to fart to go faster. Um, like I was telling you guys about the immersive gameplay. Yeah, and, sure. and then you reach the edge of the dock, and there's nowhere left to run, and so you press a button and you pull out a keyblade, and Kingdom Hearts music starts playing, and mm-hmm. you have a, then you have an actual real time uh, keyblade battle with the with the Shrek father. Uh, now, where does where does this fall in the Shrek slash Kingdom Hearts canon? Well, it's a bold new sort of thing uh, realized by Dreams mm. that, from what I understand it, is something of like a video game pilot. They don't usually do those. Yeah, sure. But it's, it's like a backdoor pilot. But I think that Disney realizes there's no road left to hoe with the Kingdom Hearts franchise. And so now DreamWorks, I guess, is going to snoop in, Ooh. swipe it up. Now we do have Boss Baby Summon. Oh, I love it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. What about Donkey. Donkey well, isn't in this no, one. No, no, no. You can't summon it unless you say, Donkey! Donkey. Sorry, hold on. Russ, you kind of stepped on Chris's fucking pitch perfect Shrek. <clears throat> Let's hear that once again. Donkey! That's so bad, man. <laughs> it, 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 it was close, right? Can we can we all four harmonize? Yeah. Donkey. Donkey. Who's this show for? My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I know the best Infinity Games imagination engine of the millennia my name is chris plant and i certainly played a video game this week my name is russ brushnick and i know the best game of my dreams hello and welcome to the besties a game of the year show that goes all year long a book club for video games an experience of movement a religion uh, this is the besties, and uh, welcome. <laughs> so much enthusiasm. Welcome today, aboard. <laughs> no, I do. I'm excited about the future. Well, it's just here's the problem: we're gonna have to end the show because they don't need to keep making new games. Right. Because yeah, now right. that that's Dreams fair. is out, that's all games. Mm-hmm. Dreams is all games. Yeah. Um, I'm about. Oops, I'm, games. about a, I'm about as big a media molecule stand as it, there comes. At every time I read that line or something approximating it, in like a review, uh, uh, whether a user review or like a critic review, it made my skin crawl because y'all, <laughs> it's a it's a wild game and they put together a wild package, but they can still keep making games. They still do need to keep making games because I think a lot of them can still be better than the stuff folks are making in dreams. Okay, the show will continue. Yes, yes, the show will continue. Thank God. So I I just want to talk about, so okay, you had a few little big planets, then you had dreams, which has sort of been... Tearaway. There was a tearaway. The tearaway tearaway was in there too. Do not sleep on tearaway. That game kicks ass. uh, Mm -hmm. Dreams has kind of been like very long on the radar. I feel like it was announced quite a good while ago and it just sort of percolated. Uh, if I remember correctly, when it was announced, it was sort of tied to the PlayStation Move controllers, right? There was a lot of like, well, I mean, it is still tight. You can right. I mean, I mean you can is, if you're a, 
a mad lad that still is in the <laughs> Johann Sebastian well, joust and just has him yeah. charged up all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually haven't messed with that. I, I would be curious to, because from what I understand, like it actually makes a lot of the painting sort of stuff in dreams, like actually feel really good as opposed to just sort of wiggling your DualShock 4 around mm. and hoping art comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to look for when it was. Let me see. I want to say announced. it was three years ago at E2, maybe. Oh, no, bud. No, bud. E3. It was revealed yep. at PlayStation Meeting 2013. Yes, Whoa. right. Whoa. Yeah, yes, it was. A, it, it's saying. been on a. Yeah, because, yeah, when they first revealed it, they had that weird puppet tech demo. Uh, and then, like, it kind of shifted to, you know, being essentially uh, Little Big Planet times a hundred, sort of. So this has been. It, it's, it's a game about making games, basically. If that sort of sounds very daunting, I'll tell you what my experience has been like with it uh, so far. And and if y'all, I feel like that's a, a decent place to start this discussion. So when you get in, it has a very media molecule, very inspiring sort of like um, almost statement of purpose that we never get in in games like this. That it's it's like this is a game. It is about creativity. Creativity is incredibly powerful. It's something that needs to be fostered. These are tools to act as conduits for your creativity. You get a little di- uh, little bit of tutorial about how to move your icon around and how it possesses stuff in the world. And then you're thrust into some like, just like little little challenges like that. And then they kind of throw you into the muck and mire. There are some levels, some, sorry, some dreams made by Media Molecule that you can check out that are all uniformly pretty cool. Or you could just get nasty and start searching for Spider-Man. <laughs> that was my experience is imagination is the most powerful thing in the universe. An idea should be protected at all costs. Um, also, here is uh, Peter Griffin uh, standing outside of the Simpsons family's house and SpongeBob is uh, reciting memes. I mean, yeah. it's, it's all, that's true. It's extremely good. Searching for Spider-Man gives you... Um, about 10 different like open world swing there's a swinging mechanic built into dreams as is the best i can grok um so you don't have to build your own bespoke swinging mechanic i don't think that's Um, true i think it's i think it is something that somebody has built and then has been because this is like in my opinion like the coolest thing about dreams like the uh what was fucking joseph gordon levitt's uh oh hair oh joe yeah this like idea of just like somebody can make a swinging mechanic or a swinging uh 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 god what's it, a contraption like that in the game and then just share it and then anybody can use it in their level uh and it like automatically credits whoever you take stuff from so like i don't actually think there is a swinging mechanic built in i think it is something somebody built that has just sort of propagated throughout the games the are all the dreams sorry are all um uh, there's a lot of variation. I mean, so much more so than you would, than you saw in, in like little big planet, which were all sort of, especially the first couple uh, were all sort of variations on platforming. Um, that there is a lot of different, uh, a lot more room for interpretation in, in here. I played a lot of some first person games, third person games, uh, some like recreations, which are very interesting. Of like, did you play the PT one? The PT recreation is like profoundly accurate and wild. Um, there's a Super Mario 64 recreation that's actually pretty interesting. That feels pretty spot on um, and controls pretty well. There are neat games that are pretty well established, and those are have uh, have seemed to have risen to the surface. There's one called Art Therapy that's kind of a little bit interesting where you have a baseball bat you're in a museum and you're running around trying to smash as much art as you can because you're a failed artist that wants to take it out in the art world 
And if security sees you with your bat out, they will arrest you. So you have to hide your bat, wait till no one's looking, and then smash, like, dinosaur bones and paintings and vases and stuff. Uh, and there's fun animations when the stuff wrecks. Um, there's also a lot of, like, half-thoughts and really wild non-ideas that are ju- that, that are usually labeled as, like, this is garbage. I wouldn't check <laughs> this out. Um, there's some interesting, like, uh, there's uh, a series called Opposite Day that are like first person they almost remind me of um stanley parable like that kind of like narrator playing with with the the player and communicating back and forth and very meta Uh, here's where i'm at because i I know that you guys are not as bullish on this so i wanted to say that piece and say that and i didn't get very deep into creation i i've never been someone who leans that way i don't think of myself as a hugely creative person so i i don't get very deep into those sorts of of tools what i would say is that and i know you'll have criticisms for it but what it feels like to me is very early in the development of a a sort of um language of design in dreams or like a figuring out of like what is possible in this tool set i didn't tell you guys about the coolest thing someone recreating um there's a couple of people i think working together to sort of recreate disneyland um where it's like connected like you start in your hotel room at disneyland and it's actually like the different areas of the parks are connected and you can walk from one land to another actually like physically get on recreations of rides and ride them and stuff like that and it's like there's a lot of really interesting stuff that I feel like is so nascent right now because the the whole thing is just getting started. But I, I walked away from it sort of feeling very um, excited about the potential of what, what could be created. So here's what I would say. I think <clears throat> I agree that it's very early, but I would also say I was surprised that the there wasn't like a an ocean of high quality stuff given the fact that the game has been in alpha for a while like i feel like that's unfair i feel like there's a ton of like the stuff that is all featured is all like actually remarkable showcases of the tools you get art's dream which is like a two hour long game that media molecule made and so like i don't think that's a fair criticism well no i mean the game the stuff that they made is one thing i'm talking about the like fan user made stuff i know it fresh means that like i don't feel like there's much of anything that is especially good art therapy the thing that justin mentioned i've seen that mentioned a lot like that i feel like is kind of the the key example that i've seen pop up in a lot of reviews of hey somebody made something really interesting that is you know a fun and it's like it's a game and it's not at like at all It, it it is you it's like a cell system that doesn't work you break things there's a score counter but like you can break everything on your first try it it is though very beautiful it looks fantastic and i've seen this discussion already amongst um uh people who work at universities teaching game design about how much trickier it's going to be to judge um you know people who are applying to you know get into these universities because what dreams does allow is for games to look very good and look very professional when in fact they are like below you know even what a like aspiring game designer would create in unity but would look like not even close to as polished so i think like what we're seeing right now is things that look great but i am yet to see anything game design wise where i'm like (laughs) hey this is an original idea that actually feels like very competently honed i I think that's for a number of reasons one i think 
it's just easier. There, there have been more arts tools available. I think people have been using uh, arts tools in VR to like design these things. Um, and I think the other big thing is, I don't even think people know how to QA this yet. Like, like that was the thing that I kept running into is I don't think people know how to like get an idea of like what works and what is fun. When does it stop being fun? And then when do the rules work and when do they not work? It, everything just feels very, 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 very shabby. Doesn't mean it won't get better in the future. It just means that is, I agree with Justin in the sense of like, that's where we're at today. The impression I get with dreams is that the, 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 the core of it, specifically the stuff that like they have people making, is more about experiences and not less about games. I think you can make like yeah. a Twitter video that's like 30 seconds long and goofy and interesting and like, or maybe like a walkthrough of a level where it's just like watching someone walk through it. But the second you're actually controlling it, I think it's very difficult. I mean, it takes a lot of time, rightfully, but it takes a lot of time to make, make your game feel good. And I think the default like, locomotion stuff in the game is comparable to like the default locomotion stuff that was sort of in um little big planet and i despised the physics of those <laughs> games like with a fiery passion and they made tearaway which effectively addressed all of the issues that i had and was like a fun platformer to move around in and now i'm back to little big planet physics and i want to just never do that again griffin i know that you are a huge media molecule fan especially with yeah. little big planet so i'm very curious what your take is well I'm, str- I'm i'm struggling with this conversation to be completely frank like i think that talking about dreams as if it was game maker studio 2 or unity is uh, like bonkers because it's like not what it is that's like saying like WarioWare DIY can't turn out great video games who's going to QA all of the you know levels that people are making in Super Mario Maker 2 like it's a game like it's a game and it, it, it is a a game that only Media Molecule is making like it's the only it's the, a game that only Media Molecule has made up to this point I think it's important when talking about this game to have at least some sort of like history on the advancement of like the little big planet formula right because in the first game it was very bare bones like you can paint uh platforms to run on and jump on and grab onto this and there are a couple little gizmos and then in little big planet 2 it's like oh now we're adding circuit boards so that you can program more advanced logic and then you know they keep stepping it up and stepping it up saying that like all the levels in little big planet 2 are just all platformers I think does a disservice to like what that community got into and what like the focus of the game was and what was so exciting uh, as somebody who's kind of embedded in that community is seeing like how far can we push it? How far can we like can we make a a, a first person shooter in like something that was explicitly not necessarily made for that? Uh, although as you get into three and, and stuff like it does sort of move in that direction. I think looking at dreams uh, it is like seeing again, like what a seven year advancement of those ideas looks like. And I think if you approach it from the same way that you approach the little big planet, it is a like, it's a resounding success. Like if you are the type, I don't think any of us, uh, myself included, I have not put in necessary. I've done like a couple hours worth of the tutorials, which is sort of a drop in the bucket. Although I've really enjoyed my time with the tutorials. I have not like gotten into contraption making. I have not gotten into the entire taxonomy of this game that sets it apart of just like you can make uh, an object and then save that object and then put it inside a scene and then put that scene inside of a larger dream uh, and then like put give, give tags to that dream so that people can just type in the Spider-Man tag and then literally just press go and play fucking 50 Spider-Man levels in a row. Like all of that is an evolution of what Little Big Planet did 
And I think it is so smart and I think it is so well made. And I think it's like, I think it is gorgeous. Like it is this impressionist sort of art style that is again, unlike anything I've seen in a game before. And to say like that, it that is a bad thing because it's like not, it, it's going to trick people into thinking these games are better than they are. I, th- I think it's just like how you're looking at it. I'm, I don't look at these yeah. things as like games. I look at it like I'm going to type in some dumb shit into the search and then see what people have done with these tools, seeing how far they've pushed them, seeing like how like creative they have gotten with these things. I don't, That's- I really, I'm confused by what metric you all are using to be critical of dreams is kind of where I'm like, I I don't feel like there there's any, like, I don't see how any position other than it's extremely early. And it seems like these tools are amazing. I don't see how there's any other defensible position. Honestly, we have the same position. What we're talking about is like what exists right now. Okay. So well, let me, let me push back on what, what Griffin said, because I think that's a really good point of this is a game it's an evolution of little big planet like i think that is definitely one way of seeing it i completely disagree i think the problem with it for me is it's nothing like that little big planet had a campaign you learned how to like play with the design tools within it it was limited to a platformer limited and then people bent it in a whole bunch of different directions dreams on the other hand is a set of design tools and then they have a showcase of those design tools, which is the, like, what, two-hour campaign. But the core of the game is the design tools, and it is not limited to any form. What they're saying is, this is a, a device. This is Game Maker. Like, you can go out and make your dreams. And if you look at what is already out there, it is not, hey, I made this, like... I mean, there, there's there is obviously tons of filler, but the things that are at the, at the top is, like, hey, uh... Me and all these other people are working on a fantasy role-playing game uh, genre bender. And in the title, it'll say three years of development. People like are using this to make games and we're at like day one of it. I think that's that's absolutely fantastic and very cool. But as a if, if we're talking about it as a game, like right now, there's a, there is a two hour demo of like what you can do with the tools. It's perfectly fine. It's like I'm kind of surprised that there's not more just because the game has been in development for so long, but I, I think that hasn't been the focus. And then there's the like literally the very beginning of development on all of these like fan projects that they themselves are saying will take a couple of years, will probably take even longer knowing how fan projects work, which is, again, like that's super, super awesome. Um, it's just, as Justin said, we are literally at day one of that which makes it more interesting to me intellectually, like of, hey, we get to see how game design works, even, even you know, earlier than something like early access. Right. Um, I, I totally appreciate Dreams on, a, on an intellectual level. If I was recommending this to a friend who only, you know, plays a few games a year, I would say like, friend, unless you, unless you are interested in game design, unless, unless you're interested in the tools, there's not a lot of reason to hop in right now. So what you're saying, because I, I don't think, I think I probably misinterpreted the gap between us. Like, I'm taking a very forward-looking approach. You're taking a very, like, right now. You're sort of thinking, like, if you're going to spend $40 on a thing today, you could probably chill on dreams for a little bit. Uh, unless and, you want and game design back. tools. In right. Case, unless you want to get into the if, creation if, aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, and then it's the um, best deal on the planet. Like, I, I mean. Think, <laughs> I think because most games are so polished these days. I kind of have more of an appreciation for like 
being able to get down into the funk, like getting into sort of the funky mire of what is out there right now. Because so <laughs> does that. <laughs> the spot every spider-man for some reason someone made one spider-man and everybody got the same spider-man and they all yeah. run like my two-year-old huh. it's a, like with legs kind of like wobbling out from underneath him it's fucking so and there there's like there's one spider-man i got really deep into spider-man because I, I thought it was a useful like what are people doing in the spider-man field there's one spider-man game where the only thing that is new is that you can um switch to the black costume and you double tap zero, and that like while you're swinging as regular Spider-Man, there's a huge prompt at the bottom of the screen that says like "Circle, Circle" to embrace the darkness in like <laughs> thirty point font, <laughs> and you press Circle, Circle, and you chain in the black suit Spider-Man, and then it says at the bottom of the screen "Circle, Circle" to chase the light. <laughs> it's That's so like, it's badass. so wild. I think it's so funny at the, at this point, and like so. Um, uh, you know, I, I think it's it's so interesting to see sort of like what people are are doing with it, like as a as a way of like I don't know, sort of I, I see what you're saying. Like if you're looking for like infinite free polished games, like it, not it even polished. Like I don't even think I. I mean, I I love uh, your Spider Man description, but even like that little big planet zone of like, oh man, this is a mess. But like. I can enjoy it. It's a goof. I don't even know if it's entirely there yet. I think the difference, my guess at least, would be that Big, Little Big Planet was starting with the structure of a 2D platformer Correct. that was much easier to build into variations on a theme or irony or comedy or even horror, you know, whatever. It's easier to nudge that into something interesting rather than start with like, nothing for, and, you have well, to and make the group think was making shared progress on the same genre we're like kind of, I, I, I think you had a foothold in little big planet if you yeah. weren't interested what we're talking about is two different audiences i am yeah. interested in the creative tools and so when i see they do these uh competitions right where they say and this one was just make the most realistic looking food you can i don't know if you guys yeah. fucked around with that it's great and but like calling that a video game is like unfair right calling that there are also like music videos and like all kinds of just like weird shit like that that I think is really really neat I think with Little Big Planet if you weren't interested in the creative tools there was this part of you of just like well I'm never gonna mess with the creative tools so like I'm never going to like really appreciate like oh they did something really clever with the creative tools because I don't really know what the boundaries of that are but I like platformers and I can go in here and play a bunch of like cool platforming levels I think where we're at with dreams and I think this is kind of what you're getting at is like we don't have that. Like, there isn't a, I like platformers so I can go in and play a bunch of good platformers because, yeah, the art therapy yeah. game is not especially, it is impressive from a creative standpoint from what they've done with the tools, but, like, I wouldn't, I'm not going to play it a second time. It's a very uh, cool proof of concept. Yeah, sure. I would push back on saying, I think Art's Dream kicks ass. I thought that was a really, like, it's the coolest thing it's I think Media Molecule has made. Uh, but that's, I guess, uh, <laughs> yeah. Russ, can choice. you weigh in one more time before we wrap up? I feel like you haven't gotten as much of a hand on this ball. Yeah, I just to second what uh, Griffin was sort of talking about, and I agree, Like, I, and I mentioned this earlier, I think this is not a game maker. I don't think that was their intention when they started making the game. I could be wrong. I don't know. But my read of it is that it is 100% an experience maker, and I realize that sounds like annoying and pedantic to like call it that, but... It is more a thing that you look at like a music video or like a relatively non-interactive scene or something and not so much a thing that you should play because the second that you start playing stuff, I think it does kind of fall apart. I hope we see more of that because that that sounds 
awesome. Like the Disneyland stuff, the the food, like there, and I can't think of many things like that. And and you don't have to worry about like game feel or uh, good mechanics or anything like that. You just like, hey, here is a literal in the way that like people play uh, Minecraft creative and make an incredible city but it has no interactivity, that's fine because you can like appreciate the visual of it. And I think that's where Dreams does a good job. I just think everyone is so distracted to have like Shrek farting in a sure. To put just like one last sort of optimistic pin in it, what I what excites me about sort of the open nature of like, hey, uh, I made this Spider-Man swinging mechanic, use it in any of your levels, is like there could be a like, hey, I made actually a pretty tight platforming like physics system that like actually feels pretty good and then like everyone could yoink that and it then it just like, seems like something medium molecule medium molecule should have just included at this point like i, I know it's not i, I think, don't want to okay make it I, I, get simply, a, I get a real sense of medium molecule trying to not control yeah, the discussion involved, in the way right? that like, they, I, they did with yeah. i also think Planet. unless unless you have like really gone through what is available in the creation system saying that I'm surprised Media Molecule didn't put something in there is a fucking wild thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm also sure. just glad Media Molecule exists. Yeah. It's wild. Like, I think this is a, I brave is like not my favorite word, but like, I, I kind of can't believe you this should exists. still toss him $40 for this game right now. That is where <laughs> yeah. I'm at. Like yes. kick him a 40, please support this dumb, this dumb thing. So it will continue to exist. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about user generated content. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, rocket money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details. And all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense. Mint Mobile. They're wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, 
easy solution to save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. To continue this dreams discussion, I wanted to talk briefly about everyone's favorite sort of uh, systems for for users generating content. Obviously, Beyond Good and Evil Two will be entirely created <laughs> by the players. By all I, space least, maybe that's why there. it hasn't come out yet. They're just waiting for the players to break in and and finish it. Uh, 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 ditto. What's your What's your favorite? Uh, for me, what was so formative was uh, RPG Maker for the PlayStation One. I spent so much time playing that game. <laughs> I used to make like stupid like uh, uh, games for like all my friends featuring us as characters, and I would spend a hundred hours like per thing, and then like debut it whenever we were all hanging out, and that was so cool. And I will never forget uh, actually acquiring a Dex drive, which was a, a piece of tech where you could use it with your computer and download like saves off the internet and then drop it onto your PlayStation 1 memory card. I think like 30 people had one of these and it was all the RPG maker community. So I found this website where I could download all these other RPGs that people made and I was like so excited. And they were almost invariably like, here's Peter Griffin and he shoots SpongeBob to death. Here's Pikachu, catch him and eat him and there's his penis. And it's like, (laughs) Jesus. It was all such like, Edge Lord, <laughs> like there were there are a few like really like things that stick out my mind, but like otherwise it was all like Edge Lord, completely horrific content uh, stuff. And I remember my like thirteen year old mind being kind of uh, fried by that. I'm really stupid. I don't know if you guys have known this, but I want to be honest about it. I'm very stupid. So when it comes to UGC games, 
I can't figure them out and I get very lazy and I don't want to spend any time. But there have been a couple games like these that basically make me feel very smart despite my stupidity. And one of them is Spore, which was a terrible game, don't get me wrong. But it did make it let me create hilarious penis aliens that would walk around the galaxy and basically do nothing because the game didn't exist. But the creations kind of felt like creations that I made without too much effort. I just like drew legs and then they walked and it worked great. So that I wanted to like call attention to. But also, and I mentioned this in the first half, Tearaway was another game that like uh, effectively it's a platformer, like it's a straight platformer. But throughout the adventure, they're always giving you prompts of like draw a turkey hand or draw whatever, like your dress. And then that w- that stuff would get automatically injected into an actually good game. So I felt like I was contributing to like the overall aesthetic of the game without um, actually having to make the game itself, which is why I thought that was very good. I, I love Tearaway. I think it's so good. It, that is my favorite game of theirs by like a mile. So I adore uh, wrestling games, uh, specifically wrestling games with character creation. And Fire Pro Wrestling is the best. Uh, at this fire pro wrestling uh is a 2d it kind of looks like what would have happened if uh the nes and snes wrestling games had evolved rather than the 3d era um and because it is uh, much simpler to design stuff and there is a massive player creation community online you can download entire rosters into this game Uh, now that it's on steam it's even easier than before so you can get the entire history of WWE, WCW, but you can also get every animal that has ever existed, um, every <laughs> favorite character uh, from a video game. So if you want Mario uh, fighting 2B from Nier Automata, as I do, that is available. Um, if you want to throw Bob Settle Ross the oldest in there, debate in gaming. Yeah. Who in the fight? Uh, there, there is... Basically, anything and everything that you could imagine, uh, all in one supreme battle royale. My favorite uh, user-generated content game is Looney Tunes Duck Amuck. I can't believe you're fucking talking. I can't believe you're you're soiling another podcast. It came out in 2007. It's literally, it's like absolutely genius. It's based on a 1950s short of the same name, Duck Amuck, about Daffy Duck being messed with i guess annoyed by an animator that's constantly like changing the world around him it's like a meta uh short Mm -hmm. and this game duck amuck does the same thing except it casts you as the animator and lets you sort of like build the world around daffy you're constantly having to like draw new things uh that go into the game sort of like tearaway i think um and you find new mini games by like interacting with daffy's world um and it, it's him talking to you, telling you to, like, draw this thing. There's one moment where you can draw a horse for Daffy that I've discussed uh, at a certain point previously. And um, you can draw, as I did, a, 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 a penis. A penis. And he says, there's my steed. And he goes and hops astride the penis and rides off. It's very good. And, but and there's what lots year was this? Did this happen? 2007. Okay. Uh, and But this there's was, lots this, of like... This was when we what? first learned that we could draw penises in video games. And everyone yeah. right. was extremely the time, excited the, about the, it. As they say in uh, Mythic Quest, the uh, the TTD, the time to dick, it was, <laughs> it was much longer at that point. <laughs> so we weren't me. reaching for our dreams. 
<laughs> at the end of the game of this wild game in the original short they pull back and show the animator is bugs bunny uh-huh. and it's like get it it's bugs been messing with him in this game they pull back and the animator is fucking daffy duck who what? is what Drawing he himself? says the last line of the game if you I, I just looked it up on wikipedia well if you can't beat them be them whoa damn duck them up them Exactly, Russ. The fucking big ones, oh dude, my. pulling the strings. He's the one. He's the one doing this to himself. The is shadow. this what Matrix Four is about? It's the shadow government. Yeah. So anyway, um, Duckamuck's amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. What did we ask folks? We 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 frequently will ask you, the the listeners at home, to contribute to our program in a very ethical way, not not a manipulative sort of hit record. <laughs> How much do we dog on hit record Joe on this show? I, I don't mean to hit uh, dog. He seems like a very sweet person. I'll fucking dog Honestly. on him. Pay him. Pay the man uh, his money. So Frank wrote to our email address, which is mail at bessies.fan. I wrote last week to talk about how great it is to be able to build a train set for my son and daughter in dreams so they can drive a little train on adventures. Or once I figure out how to make characters, I can model animal powers onto people to make my son's wild crat dreams come true. I went out and got move controllers for this game. In honor of that, here is a haiku. A train for your son, whose voice says chugga-chugga-choo-choo when triangle pushed. If you want to see a train drive off a cliff and a broken-ass Daniel Tiger trolley go in a circle (laughs) and maybe derail, I can publish my demo publicly tonight. (laughs) That's delightful. That's so good. <laughs> so good. Will has a uh, a nuanced take. Dreams should not count as a real game. Oh. I don't want to make up my own game. I only have three hours of free time a day. I want to play Pokemon or Super <laughs> Mario on my Switch <laughs> while I watch TV. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, you know what Amen, I just thought buddy. of for the first time in a billion years? Project Spark. Whatever happened with that, Microsoft? Remember that? They were, like, building lands. That was, like, their know. dream. That was, like, their kind of dreams style thing anyway sorry that's a and then they realized topic. they couldn't make any money out of it. i guess so. i got an email from uh uh miles luna i don't know if it's miles luna of rooster teeth fame it is ah miles luna uh at first i found the sheer scope of what's possible in dreams to be a little staggering but the carefully constructed way in which the game introduces you to new concepts is charming encouraging and most of all manageable media molecules molecules push for players to remix currently existing sages rather than starting a brand new one from scratch is a clever way to ease people into creating without overwhelming them it's tough if you're impatient and just want to build levels at the snap of a finger but like any skill dreams will be most rewarding to the creators who put in the time to learn from it and practice with it also someone made a dream where you play as robert pattinson in the lighthouse and the fact that someone took the time to do that (laughs) kicks so much ass I'm I really like now. the tutorials in this. They've gamified the tutorials in this game in a really clever way. I thought I, I enjoyed them a lot. Do you guys have anything else you've been you've been playing? Uh, I've been playing through uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two, which I think Griffin might have mentioned in a previous episode, but I finally got around to it. I, I it is great. It. It's like super it's lovely. There is like a UGC connection to this too, where you yeah. are, you are like designing your own town, but again, it has like the structure that I need because I lack. The creativity so they will give me like blueprints of like you do this and then how I satisfying are building like the giant blueprints oh it's amazing. Amazing. So it feels yeah. great like, it's like buying like a lego set and following the instructions yeah. i love it 
Uh, I just dipped back into Dead Cells for the Bad Seed DLC. Don't know if you guys have played that yet. Uh, it's on I'm Switch a- yet? Yeah, it's out on Switch. I, uh, I'm having a hard time kind of breaking back into the scene, I feel like, because there's been a series of updates, and now my, like, just drop two turrets and fucking run yeah. away and then win the game strategy doesn't work anymore. So now I'm having <laughs> to actually, like, engage with a lot of the systems that I haven't had to, and it's, like, beating the shit out of me. So, like, mm. I'm not having a great time. Uh, but the the new content seems pretty cool. Uh, but like all things in Dead Cells, like it's going to take me a dozen playthroughs to you know see a good portion of it. I've been checking out something called. Uh, oh man, what did I talk about? Should I talk about? Okay, I'll let I'll huddle to a vote. Kudai or Splitter Steel? Uh, oh, Splitter Steel. Hear about Splitter yeah. Steel? Yeah. Uh, uh, so I I got this game Splitter Steel on um, Steam. It's basically. Oh God! Prisoner's dilemma. Pri- Prisoner's dilemma, where there's a pile of money on the table. You secretly, with the other player, choose to either split the cash, in which case uh, you split the money equally. You can steal the cash, and if the other player chooses split, then you get all the money. Or you can steal the cash. If the other player chooses steal, you both lose all the money. So it is. Uh, you get basically two minutes to convince the other player that you are on the level and you're not going to take the money. You go up in tiers as you successfully get through these different uh, encounters. The money continues to go up and up and up, uh, and then eventually all your all you've got is basically the ability to type to the other person and try to convince them that you're not going to steal from them. Uh, it is a. It, it, and there's also some meta elements that are sort of similar to like clickers. Um, there is a very weird scene around this game developing that's worth like checking in on because there is basically this like a very vocal contention of people that say you should never steal and have joined guilds that are based around not stealing and come into the world chat room to complain about people stealing. Do they then steal? No. No. They figured no. out the dilemma. Like that that's it's hilarious reading the reviews are like, oh, this game sucks. Like you should just always share. And it's like, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you've, you've yes. Ethics one oh one, you secretly passed it. You've you, um You've invented unions again. <laughs> yeah, it's a but it's a very weird, like there's a lot of problems with it. Like it is basically um negated the valid like it almost everyone splits until the higher ranks because that's when you can really get a big payday it almost doesn't make sense at all unless you're just being punitive it doesn't make sense to steal (laughs) um but people still do it obviously but like it there's no there's very little back and forth at the early stages so there's a lot of like let's just get through this until we get to the big rounds where there's actually some meaning to it they're they're gonna have to keep on it really hard i think to stay ahead of the meta on it and to keep it interesting but it's it's a cool thing to check out um i have been quite not been playing i finished control finally uh and i want to call it one small detail I've criticized a number of developers for using cleft lips and cleft palettes as a mm. signal of evil in video games. Drives me crazy, or it just makes me very upset. Um, and hey, what a surprise twist! There's a character in Control who has a cleft lip, and he is like not good or bad. He, he, he just kind of a just like you. He's just, just kind of a complicated <laughs> person. 
<laughs> yeah. Not a nice person, not a mean person, just kind of like. I think Plant's a very nice person. <laughs> Quotes Borat a little too much. <laughs> it's a fan. Uh, what but, character is it? Is it is it a deal? I'm, I'm no, it's in the main campaign. I remember. He's Yeah, he oversees the Panopticon in the game. Um, oh right, the one who like where the objects are getting out of control. Yeah, Is it the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, and he's like just a great character. It, it made me so happy. Like it, it, it's such a small thing, but after decades of otherwise, what a nice pleasure for it just to like pop up in the game and it not to be a, a big thing. Uh, it was great. Also, the game is fantastic. Had you not <laughs> played Control before? I played. I I would say that I played like. 50 to 75 percent of it and then just right kind of paused and then came back to it uh recently your xbox must have been really hot <laughs> no, I, I i i played that on pc i was oh, smart no, pc must have gotten really hot oh thank you i, yeah, I thought you were just talking paused, about it because yeah. it ran like garbage on consoles <laughs> um next week we're going to Oh God! We're I kind really of th- okay. The don't. next couple weeks are just going to be jazz, baby, because we're waiting for Animal Crossing to come out and Doom. Yeah, well, and some of us are. Don't do this to me right now. Uh, yeah, we're trying to figure out what we should do. I think we're going to have a week where we just talk about some lesser known stuff that we've really been enjoying lately that we've kind of been sitting on a discussion about. But next week is uh, yeah. Next week we're all going to the farm. Oh, it's going to be good. Rune Factory 4 for the Switch just came out. Uh, been revisiting that. Uh, I think we're also going to talk a little bit about Stardew, which we've never really covered in, in depth on this show. Because it's fucking 30 years old! Yes. It's older than Mario. I, There's a tribute to Stardew Valley in Mario 3. <laughs> Here is, here's how the discussion went. Me. Hey, uh, oh, actually, Rune Factory 4, I remember really liking that on 3DS. Uh, it's coming out on Switch. We should, uh, we should check that out, because I know there's a little bit of buzz about it. And then I'm pretty sure all of you instinctively were like, what if we also had another game in case we didn't want to play this game that we think looks like hot <laughs> I trash? I was excited. It was Fresh who said, my eyes are hurt looking well, the, at this game it's the graphics are quite bad but if you don't yeah. look at the gra- if you don't look at the screen <laughs> then it's if a- you look past the graphics well then it's just a bunch of ones and zeros flying <laughs> past you i guess can someone in dreams make a better looking rune factory 4 that would be possible <laughs> okay so we're gonna be talking about rune factory i think we're just gonna be talking about farming games in general so if you have any farm game based memories uh, then, then go ahead and bring that. But Room Factory Four for the Switch will be the or for the 3DS. Hey, I've been playing it on the Switch. It's the same fucking game. So if you, <laughs> that's right, folks. Your dreams have been realized. Someone is finally asking to hear about your memories of playing farming video games. I know, I know. You thought this moment would never come, but here we are. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our program. Uh, we have such a good time making it, and the the fact that you all uh, have enjoyed listening to it. I hope at least. I mean, you're still here. Uh, really means a lot if you could help spread the word about the show you know tweet about it um besties.fan is the very easy link to send people our way um and 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 ask that they they follow and listen for free on uh spotify thanks also to spotify for believing in us also you can follow the show on twitter at the besties pod and you can subscribe to our newsletter it is linked in our twitter bio yeah and uh yeah thanks thanks if you if you uh we post these audiograms on our twitter account uh which is a great way to like share those and uh bring new people onto the show who you think might enjoy it uh we 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 sure do appreciate that that's it right we did it wrap it up juice 
All right, folks, thank you. Be sure to join us again next time for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Sweet dreams are made of these. Get out of my dreams. 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 Russ, you got one? Nope. It's a Spotify original podcast in association with Vox Media. The show is edited by Jelani Carter. And our theme song is by Ian Dorsch. Besties! Besties.